Welcome to my Lightworker Boss Expert Coach Series. You had the chance to hear from current Lightworker Bosses, and now you're going to hear from the alumni who have moved on to become part of my special team of 2020 Lightworker Boss Expert Wellness and Mindset Coaches. From newly graduated clients who are absolutely killing it in the coaching industry to veteran clients who have been on their own for years, you'll get the chance to listen in on a range of inspiring conversations with amazing, introverted, intuitive women who will show you what's possible for you once you make the decision to commit to your coaching business and your dreams. I'm also so thrilled to announce that new Lightworker Bosses entering in the fall of 2020 will get the chance to work closely with this team of expert coaches as part of the Lightworker Boss program. Listen closely because toward the end of our conversation, they'll outline what you can expect from working with them. Today, you're going to meet with Lightworker Boss expert coach Regis Cowan, a life coach, podcaster, intuitive, empath, and introverted entrepreneur who just decided to make the leap into full-time coaching. She is such an inspiration, and I can't wait for you to meet her. So the big question is this, how are everyday, spiritually-minded women like us who don't love the spotlight, who are willing to risk everything to create lives that we love, how do we market ourselves in a way that feels good while still becoming profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Mona Lisa Andavia, and welcome to the Love, Light, and Business Podcast. Regis Cowan is a life coach, intuitive, empath, and podcaster whose passion is helping women master their mindsets, discover their purposes, and create lives they love. She takes a spiritual and holistic approach to break through your blocks and attract your dream life. Hey, everybody. Super excited to welcome Regis Cowan on to the podcast and the IGTV series that we're doing. She is actually a lightworker boss expert coach. I'm going to go into all of what that means later on. But for now, welcome to the show, Regis. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So excited. I've been working with Regis for a long time. I I think. Yeah, yeah. I've known this girl and watched her journey for so long and watched her grow into her brand and who she is as an entrepreneur and a coach. Um, So if you could just share with your own words, what are you, who do you serve? What do you do? Where are you in your business journey? Absolutely. Um, so I am a holistic life coach, soon to be yoga teacher. Um, I love coaching spiritual women, um, spiritually minded women who are intuitive. Um, also women who are overwhelmed, maybe burnt out, stressed out, overworked, things like that. I like to serve those women to help them come back into their um, spirituality and their intuitive selves so that they can live their lives the way they want to and create a life that they love. Um, mm-hmm. So I like to use a lot of holistic healing tools, tarot cards, crystals, all the woo-woo stuff that we all love. All the good stuff. All the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, I love To help that. these women get out of stress and get back centered. And so what was it about your own journey that led you to want to serve this, this ideal client? 
Um, well, honestly, it was from myself, my own personal journey. Um, mm -hmm. I always start with, I had what I called a millennial life crisis. Mm -hmm. So I was working in a job that I hated, you know, my relationship was going bad. I was having health issues, you know, all these things were coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I started kind of diving into woo woo stuff, trying to figure out like, what is wrong with me? Like what's going on with my life? Why is it going in this direction? Um, and so, you know, that led me to kind of figure out, well, what is my purpose? You know, obviously I'm not doing something that I should be doing or all of these things wouldn't be happening. Um, so ultimately got fired from the job, lost the boyfriend, you know, and all of this was, I know now a push from the universe to get me to go into, you know, another direction or to step yep. into my purpose fully. Um, so that led me on this spiritual journey. And then going through that, that led me to, okay, well, I see that other people are going through the same things as me. Mm -hmm. uh, and then of course I came across you and saw that you were, mm -hmm. you know, this online coach and mm -hmm. you being introverted and me being introverted. I was like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> like, I didn't know that there was a niche out there of like coaching yeah. and that you could do it online. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how it led me to where I am now. And do you find that, like, you know, a lot of people are like trying to find a, a niche that is like this magical, nobody knows about it, needle in the <laughs> haystack. And I always say you can pick what you want to do. Like I have business coaching and there's like a million business coaches, but it's really about who you are and what you bring. So are you finding that, you know, while you're doing life coaching and bringing the spiritual and the woo woo to that, do you also find yourself bringing your personality into it? And how does that show up? Oh, yes, absolutely. And one thing about finding your niche is I think that it can change over the course of your business. So and I think true. a lot of women yeah. don't realize that, yeah. okay, I have this niche and like I have to stay in this box all the time. And it's like yeah. your brand's going to grow, your business is going to grow, um, yes. things are going to change. And your yep. clients are going to tell you, you know, what they need help with. And that may exactly. change and transform. Um, exactly. But absolutely being able to put your own personality into it, you know, there's no one size fits all. So, you know, if there's a part of your business that you don't like and you want to do it a different way, switch it up. It's yours. You can, you can do whatever the hell you want. Nobody's writing the rules for you. You're, you make the rules. You're not boxed in forever. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I think people forget that like the good thing about being an entrepreneur and running your own business is that you're the boss girl. You get to make the rules. Yes. Like, if there's something you don't like, change it. You can make it work for you. And so that's what I've done. And I think that's great because we we're ha we have the benefit of having an online business. So it's not like we had to put up a storefront and it's right. super hard to change, you know, right. and pivot. We can be like, you know what? Scratch that funnel, scratch that free gift. I'm going to delete some posts on Instagram and then yep. I'll start, start over. Fresh. So <laughs> yeah, you, you can literally do that. Start a new website. So yeah, you might have put time and energy into that and investing, but it's not anything like having a storefront and being like, you know what, never mind. I don't even want to sell this anymore. Yes, right. <laughs> absolutely. So you you know, Regis, you've always struck me as a very decisive woman. You came to me and I feel like when we when we got on a session, it was just you were like, I'm signing up, where do I sign? I'm in. I like would. you just knew. And you've always been like that. And you've always struck me as somebody who knew that you were in this game as an entrepreneur and that you were gonna coach. And it's just so for it was always just a matter of time for you, and it still is. And so I wanted to just ask you, how did you know that this was it for you? At what, what point in your journey did you make that decision? Um, you know what? I think it ultimately boils down to like what's what what's in you, what's what drives you. I think I've mm -hmm. always had this knowing that I've always wanted to quote unquote teach people 
or that, you know, people always kind of came to me to ask me for advice. And so I've always had like this inner teacher. And I feel like most coaches have that. You have this inner coach mm-hmm. or this inner teacher that's kind of always been there with you. I just didn't know how it would show up in my life. Um, so I've always had that. Um, and then I think to just being in my job and different situations and things popping up of people asking me for advice and, and things like that. I remember I watched, um, fix my life. It's a show on own with Ian Van Zandt. And I remember when I watched that and I saw her coaching those women and those people. Now she does a lot with more trauma and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I, when I saw that, I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to do uh-huh. what she does, you know? Yeah. And I didn't know how that was going to come about. Like, how yes. do you get into that? You know, how does life coaching really work? Um, let alone, you know, have an online business. Um, I think that was like the defining moment of being like, this is what I want to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how did you then find your way into online coaching and online business? Was it, did you, you said you didn't know about it before. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is a whole world. Like, how were you led to that point? It literally just popped up on Instagram. It was your ad that I saw. That's so awesome. It was um, the one about your, your finding your light worker superpowers. Awaken your light worker superpowers. Yes, yep, yes. Yep. That was one of the ads that I saw. And yeah. of course, before then, I was diving into like essential oils and tarot cards and, you know, yes. spirituality and woo-woo stuff. And so your ad popped up and I literally, you know, just clicked on it, yes. signed up immediately and then I saw she's an online coach, like, oh, like, this is really a this thing. A thing. Yeah. And then when I found out that it was like, a, you can do it 100% online, I was like, oh, this is it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm sold. I love that. I love Absolutely. that. And I've always it's, wanted to work from home full time. So I was like, this is perfect. Everything is in alignment. Exactly. And I love that. It's like, once you start looking, I feel like that the universe delivers to you. Do you find that to be true too? Like yes. the second you're like universe what's next? I want to do this. It's like, okay, let me deliver that to you. You know, start showing up for you. Exactly. So how did you find the confidence to coach, especially if you hadn't been doing that before? I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know if I can coach. Can you speak to that a little bit? Absolutely. Um, the main thing is, I don't think it's something you really get over. I mean, I feel like sometimes I still feel like a fraud or we all get imposter syndrome sometimes. Um, I think you just kind of have to come back to your why. Like, why do you want to do this? Why did you get into this in the first place? That has to overcome the fear that you have of coaching someone, you know, we're all going to have those little imposter syndrome moments or issues. Um, But like most people say, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. That's probably the best way that you can get over it. And then one of the things I always like to remember is if I'm on a coaching session with someone is like to remind myself that like this person that I'm talking to, this is my friend, this is my sister, this is a family member. Like there doesn't have to be all this pressure. Like this is just someone I'm just having a conversation with. Um, So I keep that in mind whenever I'm coaching, but yeah, I absolutely still feel like a fraud sometimes or ask Mm -hmm. myself, am I really doing this? Am I going to do this? Is this going to work? I mean, I don't know if that ever goes away. Like, I think it was, I still am like, is this real? Like there are all these pinch me moments because there's people who are like, you, like you start coaching and people start sharing with you how you've helped them change their life, how you've done all these things. And I'm just like, but I'm not doing any of that. Like, I don't know if you feel that. Like I, as a coach, you're not, you're just holding down the energy. You're not really doing anything besides letting the universe kind of just do its thing through you. Right. So yeah. So it takes away the pressure too of having to know everything because if you believe in the universe, you believe in their guides, you believe in your guides showing up, then Mm -hmm. 
the, you just got to show up and, and trust, right? Absolutely. Can you just share some of your favorite tools that you use to your coaching sessions? What are some things you love to do when you coach? So my favorite tool that I learned from you, which I continue to use, is the inner child exercise. I absolutely love that. That's my favorite. I think so many people mm -hmm. don't realize that, you know, your goals, your dreams, your passions, it all comes back from when you were a child. Like, what are things that you enjoyed, you know, back then? Or what are some of the activities that you could get lost yes. in doing? Yes. Um, so I love to use that. And then my other tool I love to use is tarot cards, surprisingly. Um, because when people get stuck or we don't know what to ask next, I think it works as a guide for me as well, as well as for my client to help them get some answers is sometimes we can just shift that energy so into a tarot card and, you know, we've got something next to talk about or something's coming up that we can discuss. Mm -hmm. Those are my two mm -hmm. favorite tools. And that's a way to pull in like some divine guidance too. Yes. And some of those angel support. I know sometimes I'll just be like in the middle of a session or before a session, I'll just get this feeling like pull an angel card, pull an angel card. And then I'll just pull it and they'll be like, that was exactly what I needed to hear. And I'm like, okay, right. cool. You know, I love how that works out. Yes. Um, what do you love today about the love the most about the business you've set up? You've talked about liking to work from home. I mean, tops, that's one of the number one things. But what else yeah. do you love about, about that, yeah. having your own business? Um, being able to, well, like you said, work from home and travel or just work remotely, work from anywhere. Um, you know, I think most people, especially now, want to be able to spend more time with their families, um, which is something that's big for me. I, I'm working in a nine to five all the time. I, I feel like I'm the person that's always away, you know, so I would mm -hmm. love to be able to take my work with me. Um, to be able to connect with other people, you know, in a different setting, as well as just the structure in itself. I think the structure of an online business, you know, something that you don't have to be on all the time. Whereas like in my nine to five, I feel like I have to be on for eight hours, you know, all day yeah. long. Whereas, you know, an online business is you can set up my favorite tool, Funnels. Yeah, yeah. Funnels to support you, you know, so it's yeah. literally like making money in your sleep. So that's it, one thing that I absolutely love. Yeah, amen. Like I literally, um, and you can take, you can take a nap whenever you want. I just have to put that yes. out there because I've been, I've been in launch <laughs> mode and I was like, I have not gotten enough sleep. I usually do not like do these, like these crazy hours that I've been doing because of launching. Right. And so I've just been like, you know what? I'm going to take a nap. And I took like a three hour nap. And then in that nap, I just, I woke up and I had made like a pretty big chunk of income, but and I don't even know how. And it's just like, right. you literally make money when you're sleeping and then you can sleep at any point of your day. That might be the most introverted yeah. thing that we've said, I but it's that. amazing. Yeah. I like too, it just lets you honor like like you said as an introvert it lets you honor your own energies like mm -hmm. I don't have to be on all day I don't have to be seen all yeah. day if I'm feeling tired I can take a nap if I'm hungry I can go eat a snack exactly. I can You're break up my tied. day and go for a walk you know you get to set your own hours exactly and then when like you can hibernate. Like I go into winter hibernation. Yes. I can take like a good chunk of time off. I go on when I really, play, I love I'm the, um, <laughs> yeah, like where it's like, um, school because you know, you grow up going to school and I actually find my, my business has like really close to school hours. I like waking up really uh -huh. early and then I, I close like around three, maybe two. And then, yeah. you know, you have summer break and you have winter break. And I'm like, we should just all live like that. That's how I'm, I'm going to live. <laughs> 
That's the best structure ever. During the summer, winter break. (laughs) Because then you can also use your energy for when you do want to do things like launch. Like, right. I haven't launched for like a year and a half, but I'm like, I feel like launching. I feel like being out there and having these conversations. And so you can do that and you have the ability to do do that. And then, you know, withdraw when you want to do that too. Absolutely. So you recently, so you hinted a little bit there about making the leap into leaving your job. You put, you put your last day. I'm so proud of you, girl. Like you're doing it. You, you're putting, you put in your notice where it's so it's like end of November that we're, we're filming this and she put in her notice for end of December. So tell us what made you finally just make that decision. Oh man. Okay. So of course the stress at work. I mean, I feel like I got to a point to where, you know, I just, can't take this anymore. And yeah. my birthday's coming up. My birthday is actually Black Friday. Um, oh, happy early birthday. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be 36 years old. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not married. I don't have any kids yet. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still hopeful for all those things. But just thinking about that, you know, when birthdays and things like that come up and holidays, you start to kind of, you know, think about your life. Where have you been? Where do you want to go? So I started thinking about all that and I'm like, okay, I've been doing this now for about three years. I've been at my current job for about seven years. And I started just really taking tabs on, well, what has changed since I've been doing it this way? I've been doing it this way for a few years now. And I got to the point where I was like, you know what? Nothing has changed. And in order for me to create the full life that I want, I know I'm going to have to go all in. But before I took the leap and put my notice in, you know, the universe is always going to give us signs. And so if we ask for help, we will receive it. So Mm -hmm. before I just took the leap, I said, okay, I'm going to type up the notice, which I did, had it saved on my computer. And I was like, I'm just going to hold on to it until I get, you know, confirmation, divine guidance that this is what you need to do. You'll be taken care of. So I waited and waited. And of course, something bad at work happened. I was like, okay, that's sign number one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I asked God universe, make it abundantly clear to me you know, <laughs> keyword abundantly clear, make it abundantly <laughs> clear to me. So I actually had uh, two podcast interviews with um, some of my associates. And as I'm doing the interview, I mean, they literally, their stories are like exactly like mine. They're both entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they took both of them, they said, and I quote, I was in my job for seven years when I left, they both said that. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is a sign. Like I need to go ahead and put the notice in, you know, and I need to take the leap. So I asked for those signs. Um, You got them. I knew it was something I wanted to do. And so I just took the leap and I'm still scared shitless now, but I'm trusting the process and going with it. So it's exciting. And so do you feel like red, like, do you feel inside of you you're ready I mean I think even drafting that letter you felt ready and then it was getting the confirmation at this point even even if you feel a little scared are you like okay but excited nervous ready is it that that kind of feeling also coming up yes definitely you know and it's something that I don't think is ever going to go away you know there's always going to be that little bit of "Mm, I don't know if I should be doing this or how's it all going to work out but I think that's good. If something doesn't scare you or excite you, you know, just a little bit, not, I feel like there's, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you could just go into, even if you could rewind a little bit more before you got to this point of when you, if we first started coaching together, where were you at mentally in your business? What, and you talked a little bit about this, but where were you in terms of coaching business online stuff? 
Um, so before I met you, I knew nothing about online business. I think the only thing I knew how to do was to register my domain and okay. know, for a website. That's probably <laughs> yeah. the only thing I knew. You know? Yeah. I didn't know anything. I knew things about social media because I had social media profiles, but as far as like how to set up your website and what funnels were and what's an opt-in, mm-hmm. like I had no clue what none of this stuff is. So I was literally yeah. starting, you know, from scratch again, I had just learned what a coach was, what life coaching was, what that looked like online. So again, I had no clue about any of that. I was just very um, eager to get started. You know, I would stay Mm -hmm. up late at night working on things and going to work tired, drinking coffee, but it was, you know, an excited tiredness, you know, was Mm -hmm. something that I was, I was willing to work towards. Um, So I was in my full-time job Monday through Friday, you know, my nine to five, and then I would work on my business after hours. So it was, mm-hmm. I put in a lot of time and energy and work, but again, it was something that I had committed to. And I knew that this is going to give me the lifestyle that I want mm-hmm. to be able to do the work mm-hmm. I want. And that's, that's exciting that that's, it's around the corner for you. I'm just, I can't wait. Cause I've seen what you can do being in a nine to five and for you to just have all of the freedom to put and energy to put into yes. your business. Ah, that's it's it is scary because I, I, I'm like thinking I remember taking that leap but I remember it being this just sense of expansion and, and focus mm. because when when all of it goes back to your business and creating it some kind of magic happens and I mean if you listening in don't think also that you need to take that step right away like no. Regis said three years <laughs> ago right like three years right. ago she started coaching with me and then now she's like okay getting to this place where she's feeling ready to, to take that leap um, so if you could share where, how has your business and your brand evolved since when we started coaching together? What, what does it look like today? What does it look like now? Oh man, it's changed drastically. <laughs> I mean, when I, when I first started, I did start with, um, coaching millennials, you know, if yeah. you're in a life crisis and I still like to focus on that because I think it's important that when you're having some type of awakening, you can have it at any age, you know? not just mm-hmm. when you're in your 20s or your 30s or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I do still like to focus on that, but I've kind of streamed it more of just like you're having a spiritual awakening. Um, and then I started my podcast, which was to bring more awareness to my brand and to you know reach a bigger audience, which I've done. I've changed the name of the podcast since I started it. Mm-hmm. It was called um, the Holistic Sojourner Podcast, which is just mm-hmm. my brand. Yeah. And now it's called Spiritual Shit You Need to Know. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. 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 So we talk about all the woo woo stuff. We talk about mindset. Um, so it has definitely evolved. I think I changed that um probably six months to a year after I started it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've changed that. I've brought in a lot of more holistic tools, essential oils. Um, I was just now diving into that myself and now I actually use it to help clients and you know, all kinds of issues and things that they may have coming up, emotional blocks, you can use essential oils for that. Um, mm-hmm. I just started being a yoga teacher. So yeah, pulling all up. kinds of things into yes. your business, all the things you're I attracted agree. to personally. Yeah, absolutely. So I've learned a lot and expanded a lot and continue to expand. So it will change over time. Yeah. And you have to let it change. I mean, there's been so many pivots that I can think of in my own business. And I think you're just speaking to that. It changes because you change. Like You can't help but change in your life, especially if you're called to coaching, you're growing, you're always transforming. And so your business is going to always reflect that, right? It's never going to be the static. I've set up my business. Okay. That's it. Like, no, it's going to keep on growing with you. 
Yeah. So what was your, what did you love about our time together? What was for you one of the top things that you got from having a coach going through learning about funnels, all of that stuff? So I loved our one-on-one calls because for me, I personally had a lot of mindset blocks. You know, I would get in my own way. I get going down the rabbit hole, as you say, don't go. That was me. And I'm just like, you know, overthinking. So I really liked the one-on-one coaching because I was able to, you know, get that feedback from you and Mm. kind of bring me out of that spinning mode. I love that. And then also sales funnels, you know, the fact that you get unquote, make money in your sleep. I was like, man, you can yeah. have all these structures set up so that things just kind of flow and line up for you and you don't have to, you know, worry about it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, really enjoyed that. And then again, the inner child exercise that was yes. like gold for me. I still live by that. I, I mean, I, I, I do that too with myself. It's one of these <laughs> that you learn it and then you just keep, keep it with you. So what about being an introverted and intuitive woman? Let's talk about that real fast because there's just something different about that, that uh, having that as who you are versus not. So if you could share how you, how you show up because of being an introverted and intuitive woman, how that might be different. Yes. Um, so going back to like how I started and why I got into this and just being able to honor my own personal energies, um, Mm -hmm. most people who work online, as you know, there's this extrovertedness about it, you know, basically they make you look like if you're not going to be an extrovert, you're not going to survive, your business isn't going to grow. Um, and so when I met you and I learned that, you know, I can honor who I am and show up how I want to show up and still have a successful business, you know, so not being on Instagram all the time, not doing lives every day or posting Mm -hmm. pictures of everything I'm doing all day long. (laughs) For me, it was, you can have some privacy still. Yes. Yeah. For me, it's when I want to share, I want to um, really show up and share something that's dear to me, mm-hmm. not doing it out of, you know, because I have to, it's more so because I want yes. to, and I feel like it's something that's going to really help, you know, this gives exactly. value. I feel like showing up. If I don't feel good or feel like showing up, then it shows. I feel like it shows in my pictures. It shows and if you're just forcing newsletter. yourself too, yes. and people can sense that. Exactly. Yes. So I've learned to just kind of go with the flow, honor my own natural energies, you know, show up when I want to show up when I feel good about it. Um, and that being intuitive and introverted is a gift. Like it is, it's yes, a gift. So there much. are so many other women out here like us Yes. We can support and we all have tribes that we can serve. So exactly. to know that you can be your authentic self and show up how you want to show up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love that you just, you just hit on, it's not about this sense of pressure. Like I have to show up because that's the way I'm going to survive and get clients. It's, right. it's not that because your funnels take care of you. And then when you want to show up and do something extra, or you have something you really want to say, something that you're called to say, you can do that coming from a place of inspiration and yes. love and light. Okay, so let's talk about Regis, how you're on my team of Lightworker Boss expert coaches. Um, I knew I had to reach out to you because of the amazing stuff you're doing, especially with podcasting. And you're going to be helping Lightworker Bosses who are interested in setting up a podcast as one of their main mediums, their their main communication channels. So can you just tease a little bit what future Lightworker Bosses who are coming in, if you're listening to this live, I am launching the Lightworker Boss on Black Friday. So that's what I'm referring to. If this is way in the future, I don't know if this is 
still going to be a thing. I have to say that. But for those coming in in the fall of 2020, what can Lightworker Bosses expect from the podcast like a boss session with you? Absolutely. So we are going to dive in all about podcasting. Um, The thing I'd like to start with first is we're going to talk about like, what's your niche, what your brand is, why you Mm -hmm. want to podcast. It is podcasting is right for you and for your brand. Um, And basically the strategy and everything, how you get started, you know, podcasting. So it's, it's a deep dive. Um, I think it's really good for women who are introverted, like me personally. I love writing newsletters, but I'm a person where I have something to say and I want to say it. Mm-hmm. I think podcasting is great for that. And it also helps your audience to connect with you more. So if you are someone who doesn't want to be on social media all the time, I think mm-hmm. podcasting is great for that. Um, and it also can help you to find your voice and have people yes. connect with you. So we yes. are going to talk about all of that, how you start a podcast, and how it can help expand your brand. And I think podcasting is, I mean, I started with podcasting, and you can go back and listen to my first one where I was so nervous. You, you can yeah. find your voice as you podcast. You don't actually have to have your voice when you start it. You just show up with the intention of, all right, I have an idea of what I want to do. And you don't even, you don't have to do video with podcasts. You can just show up on audio, and, um, and you get more comfortable and confident as you go along. So, so why did you choose podcasting? So I was doing a journaling exercise one day and I just remember asking, well, how can I reach more people? How can I reach more of my audience in a way that feels good to me? And I just Mm -hmm. immediately got the download, start a podcast, start a podcast. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it then. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so listening to your podcast also inspired me. And so I was like, okay, well, this is what I'm doing. This is going to, you know, expand my brand, reach out to more people. And then like, it's very intimate. So it's like having a one-on-one conversation, which I love. It's my favorite, especially as an introvert. Like, this is the way I like to talk. Like, I, I almost feel like we're in a cafe just talking to each other and then people listen in. Like, that's what yes. I love. And then you can do solo episodes too. I do so many solos, but like, it's also fun to just have these, like, I'm calling it like tea dates or whatever I, I call yes. them because that's literally what it feels like. You know, it, it is very intimate and people listening in can really get to know your personality in a way that I think, at least for, for, for my tribe, it's like listening to someone's voice and not having the extra video sometimes allows you to go even deeper. And that's why like with my um, coaching sessions, I still do audio because there are the, just these nuances in this way of connecting without the extra stimulation of video. So yes. I just went on a long tangent there. <laughs> totally agree. You agree? Totally you agree? agree. Okay. Um, so where is podcasting in your funnel? Um, you know what? It actually is at the start of my yep. phone or let's say one of my phones. Cause I have several, but that's one yeah. funnel that I start yeah. with podcasting. Um, yes. so there's a way for them to connect to an opt-in if they want to opt into one of my um, freebies that way, if you're looking for one-on-one coaching. Um, mm-hmm. so it can start at the top of the funnel. Podcasting can be, you know, your main way to connect with people and start your funnel if that's, you know, what you want it to be. Yeah. And have you found you've grown your audience through podcasting? Absolutely. (laughs) I've seen opt-ins. I've had people reach out to me about coaching. I've had people join my Facebook group just from listening to the podcast. Um, So it's definitely a great medium to have. Yeah. And it builds that intimacy. I can't like underline that enough. I love that. What was your biggest block to starting a podcast and how did you overcome that? So when I started, 
I did all of the technical things, getting the graphic <laughs> yeah. and the name and all this stuff. And then I turned the mic on, I got ready to talk and it was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped and I tried to get yeah. The first hurdle I think for most people is probably like listening to yourself. Oh yeah, I read the mic. <laughs> And it's like, well, what do I say? What is the worst? Right? People gonna think I'm weird. Like, yeah, you know. hearing your own voice is like this weird yes. thing in the beginning. Yeah. Yes. And so I think <laughs> after a couple times, I'm like, okay, you know what? Screw this. I'm just gonna get on here. I'm gonna say what I need to say. If it sounds like crap, oh well. And right. I'm gonna hit submit and upload <laughs> and just go from there. Yeah, and then yeah. from that point on, I just continue to do it. Um, I think when I first started, I wrote a script. Hated yep. the way it sounded, so now I don't do scripts. I just do bullet points and notes. Yeah, um, yeah. But that came with time. So exactly, just getting on the mic, I think, is the hardest part at first. Showing up and then pressing that submit, like I'm just going to yeah. put it out there, you know. <laughs> and how do you come up with content today? How, how do you always get? Because people might think, you know, with podcasting, you always have to be thinking of what to create. So how do you yeah. get inspired with your content? I like to use my own life as an inspiration. So things that may be going on in my own personal circle, um, in my life, family, work, you know, those things come up. And as soon as that comes up, I go, oh, that's a great idea for a podcast. Yes. <laughs> I note in my phone or exactly. write it on a piece of paper, you know, and those things mm -hmm. always come up. We don't realize like we are the content. We have so much that happens in our daily lives that we can talk about. Oh my gosh, that's so good. We are the content. That is insanely yes. true. And sometimes it's like, I can't even stop the content. Like if I don't have a pen or a paper, I'm like, yes. oh, that's such a good idea. I can't not <laughs> write that down because yes. we, we are living and experiencing and especially as coaches are, we are looking at it through the lens of transformation and the lens of how can I serve? Like for me, one of the, my biggest questions, I think this is true for you is how do I serve? How do I continue to serve? And when you have that always around you, you'll always translate what's going on into not, not everything, you know, you do keep some stuff personal, some, some stuff right. private, you have those boundaries, but a lot of things was just like, Oh, that was, that was great. And I just learned something from it. And now I can go yeah. past that forward. And so you have a platform to do that. Absolutely. So what advice would you give to your earlier self who is beginning this whole journey? Somebody right at the beginning, maybe before, maybe podcasting sounds really scary, maybe even coaching or business is just this whole new world. What would you, what would you tell your earlier self? I would just tell myself to, you know, stick with it. Like if you have a little bit of a dream or a little bit of a vision to hold on to that. I think so many people lose it because they don't get immediate results um, mm -hmm. letting go of expectations, that will probably be the biggest thing because we have yeah. all these expectations that, you know, my business is just going to blow up out of nowhere. I'm going to put gonna... my website up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to come. <laughs> right. Um, so I would lower, I would lower those expectations a little bit, mm -hmm. um, to just stick with what you know and show up and serve. Um, I think, mm -hmm. and the rest will follow, but I think so many people think it's just going to happen overnight. And for mm -hmm. some people it does, but for most of us, it doesn't happen overnight. So mm -hmm. if I had known back then, like three years later is when I would be quitting my job, I yeah. probably would have taken some pressure off of myself and be yeah. like, okay, you know what? We're just going to get on. We're going to serve. Yeah. We're going to podcast, however yeah. I need to show up. And yeah. I'm just going to continue on the journey because 
girl, you're not going to quit your job until three years later anyway. <laughs> right, right. You know? I love that, taking that pressure off because then you have this more sense of expansion and this sense of, of time abundance and it's yeah. not coming from that pressure. I love that. So good. Thank you. You're welcome. So where can you, well, any last words before you share how we can find you, how everybody, Lightworker Bosses are coming in, you can be able to get a chance to work with Regis, but and any last words for everybody listening in here? Um, I would just say honor yourself. Um, show up as yourself authentically. Don't change yourself for anyone. If you are an introverted into the spiritual woman, know that that is a gift mm-hmm. and, you know, use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. So just honor yourself. Beautiful. Uh, it feels so good. Thank you so much, Regis. Where can we find you? Share your Instagram handle, any free gifts, your website, all of it. Let everybody know how they can just join and be part of your world. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram. I am the Holistic Sojourner, all one word. Um, you can also go to my website, which is theholisticsojourner.com. Um, if you go onto my Instagram, I also have my podcast there. There's a link, which is spiritual shit you need to know. You can search for it on all the platforms, Apple, Spotify, mm-hmm. Pandora, um, and also any of the freebies that I have, you can also get on my website, theholisticsojourner.com. Awesome. Perfect, Regis. So thank you so much for being here. I had such a good time. Everybody go find her, go follow her, download all her stuff. She is amazing and has so many beautiful things to offer. Um, And I'll talk to you guys and see you guys real soon. Bye, everybody. enjoy today's podcast, please head over to iTunes and give me a five-star rating and a short one-sentence review on why you love the Love Light Business Podcast. I would greatly appreciate it because it would help me reach more introverted, intuitive, and empath women and lightworker bosses who could use the support on their own business and spiritual journey. Thank you so much, love. Love and light.